Hey there, action fans. Welcome back to another episode of Ethan in Action. I'm your host, Ethan Bell. Joined here by Peter. Today, we're going to get ready for the Gray Man, because unfortunately, we couldn't get together to record an episode on that review. Uh, we're going to be dropping this episode on the day that the Gray Man comes out. Sweet. But, so for this episode, we're going to like get to talk about our favorite spy films. What constitute a spy film? What is your cat like? How do you define a spy film? Tell me. Uh, well, there's obviously like a lot of espionage aspects to it. You know, you're you got the kind of going undercover to con to bring up like a, either a conspiracy or to kind of clear your name, those kind of things. Yeah, but because the most famous spy, James Bond, mm -hmm. he doesn't spy. <laughs> He's like out in the open. <laughs> he doesn't do espionage. He doesn't go undercover. It's basically, it's become like an action set piece thing. Mm -hmm. that's, that's what it's become, yeah. Yeah, because I had a very difficult time talking about my top five spy films. Like a really hard time, actually. Um, because like, you know, you get your undercover story. Like, for example, Departed Infernal Affairs. Is that a spy film? I, I wouldn't place it in that. Because I put it in there. Did you? <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. he goes undercover and, he, you know, the threat of being uncovered leads to death. It makes sense, yeah. When you look at it from that aspect, then yes, it, it would. Could see, follow, I, I had I, such a hard time because it could be like, um, you know, the undercover aspect. It could be the actual spying on someone. It could also be the action, big action set pieces. Mm -hmm. um, and it could also be the um, man on the run story as well, which is what the Jason Bourne movies were. Yeah. I see it more as a, like if a guy's working for like a big organization like the CIA, the, you know, something that's global, then that is where I see the, the spy genre so he going. has to work for like a government yeah government kind of thing like because the part is more like a mafia movie to me so i, I can't see it as a ever see it really as a i spy know movie. but he's spying though <laughs> he's using spy that's techniques. the thing that's it why it's not a spy movie that's why i'm like he's spying though <laughs> it's more of a spy movie than like a james bond movie <laughs> which is why uh that's that's why i would say the list i ultimately came up with is pretty interesting mm -hmm. but before we get to the list let's talk about uh real life irl yeah, you've uh, had a pretty big week, didn't you? Yeah, I had my very first Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu tournament. Nice, nice. How how did everything go? Ah, uh, you know. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know. Ah, uh, you know. Not hey, you, well. You, you, I saw some pictures. You you meddled. Not well. Not well. <laughs> um, it was fun. I I like I texted you. I felt like I was gonna puke, which I did. I was pretty nervous going into it. Yeah, you were like a. Eminem going into his rap battle. And yeah, a little fun. bit. But uh, I, I noticed like once I did the weigh-ins and I was on the mat waiting for my match, it was actually pretty cool. Mm. It was actually a really fun experience. Like I want to do it again. Yeah. And everybody's like, like really nice. Did you get that that whole adrenaline drain kind of thing? That uh, No, I was no. pretty good with that. Yeah. I was pretty good with that. Even though, um, so um, full, full uh, disclosure, I, well, I'm lower in weight class now, but when I came into this camp, I was 205. I'm five foot eight, two hundred five of muscle and fat, <laughs> um, and the weight class I was in was basically one ninety five till two hundred five, two hundred eight with the gi. Um, was everyone like over six feet? Because it seemed like yeah, <laughs> they were really big guys, too big. Um, the guy I fought was actually a guy I trained with, a Polish guy, yeah. nice guy, great guy. Um, funny story about that was, um, so I go there, you know, I'm all, I'm all nervous. I'm all nervous. I talked to my coach. I was like, Hey, uh, the guy I'm going against with, uh, so-and-so that we train with, he's like, yeah, I'm not worried. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's like, that's his way of being motivating me. He's like, I'm not worried. 
damn, you got me, coach. <laughs> I was like, okay, well, you know, he's a lot bigger than me. He's like, yeah, it doesn't matter. You just go, got to go in there and beat him up. I'm like, okay, <laughs> all right, yeah, all right. Gonna, you got to put that up there with like Al Pacino's speech and <laughs> any given Sunday. Hey, what a motivation. You know, I, he's just not that guy, right? <laughs> he's just not that guy. I get it. I get it. But that was, that was basically his motivational speech. Nice. I'm not worried. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, all right, coach, uh, where's the change room? I'm going to get changed. He's like, oh, you know, this is watch down here. Or you just get changed in the hallway. I'm like, oh, cool, cool. <laughs> no pregame, like, you know, not really. Stretching, working out kind of thing. <laughs> not really. <laughs> I, I mean, there. to be fair, there was a lot more higher-ups competing literally at the same time I was. Um, so I understand how the focus would be on them and not me. Yeah. So I get it. So, so what happens is, uh, I, I take my backpack, I go in like a corner to get changed. Right. I literally walk in the corner and this giant guy walks behind me along with this giant friend, like both like six, three, six, four. And it's the guy I'm fight, fighting. <laughs> I'm like, Oh, Hey man. He's like, Oh, Hey, Oh, funny how we get to fight. Huh? I'm like, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> and the guy next to him, his buddy turned out to be his cousin yeah. and he didn't get that we were fighting for some reason. I don't know. He just didn't understood. But then uh, eventually he's like, wait, who are you guys fighting? We're like each other. He's like, oh, I thought you guys were like, on the same team. Oh, this is weird now because I like you now. He's <laughs> making it awkward. I'm like, yeah, a little weird, a little weird. So then George suddenly shows up, right? Surprise. <laughs> he's like, hey. Surprise, motherfucker. Hey, I'm here to film. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. So I, I weigh in. I weigh in about like 202. Uh, I go in. And uh, so I'm waiting on the mat, and uh, the guy I'm fighting, he wasn't there yet. But then the other guys in my division showed up. So first guy that shows up, I, like, I knew he was, like, older. I was like, oh, I can probably take this guy. Shows up, he's, like, 6'3". Like, <laughs> like, hey, man. Like long, too? Like, long? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Big Long, <reach. laughs> lanky. I was like, oh, hey, man. He's like, hey. <laughs> like, cool, cool, good talk. And then uh, then the Are other you, guy. Like, expect him to be really friendly with you? He was pretty chilled. He was pretty chilled. He was just like, oh, hey, it's my first time. I'm like, yeah, me too. He's like, I'm nervous. I'm like, yeah, me too. But it's kind of cool, though. Yeah. So then uh, the main guy, I say main because he's the guy that ultimately ended up winning. Uh, he shows up six. He's like six one, six feet, six one, but like thick, like Jan Blahovich thick. <laughs> so you see, he like comes up, stands next to me. I look up to him. I was like, man, I think I'm in the wrong weight class. He's like, well, weight class are you? And I'm like, I'm in yours. <laughs> he's surprised. He's like, oh, uh, well, I'm sure you're quicker. <laughs> nope. I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm really not. <laughs> so what weight class should you be fighting at? Like- uh, we get, uh, well, I, I'm already cutting. I'm down to 192. Yeah. So I'm going to cut to like 190, 1988. Those guys are more my build. Okay. So the match starts. And I actually, before I got on the mat, I was like warming up like it was like a Muay Thai event. I was like shadow boxing, like doing uppercuts. It's like, all right, let's go. Everyone was looking at you. Though. What the hell trying is he to be, doing? Trying to be cool. I was like, yeah, I'm going to fuck him up. He thinks this is a karate kid tournament. Yeah. <laughs> so the fight starts and I'm all pumped. And uh, going this this was my game plan going into the fight. because Even though we might be the same way, maybe in the same string, but because he's so much more size to him, Everything I got to do is going to require a lot more energy. Mm. So my, <laughs> probably not the best game plan. <laughs> my game plan was I was going to exert all my strength, take oh, him no. down, <laughs> and hold him down. I was going to do the Brock Lesnar versus Cain Velasquez technique. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just going to rush at him. I'm going to blow out all my energy. Oh, I even forgot. I had one arm going into this. Yeah. 
<laughs> pinched nerve, right? Yeah, yeah. That was another thing. So um, going into this fight, I had a pinched nerve in my right neck. So basically, my right arm was useless. Like everything's like delayed, and it's actually weak. And I and it hurts so much that I only got like twenty minutes of sleep per night <laughs> leading up to the fight. Yeah. Uh, anyways, so the fight starts. I'm like, all right, let's do this. I'm gonna I'm gonna ankle pick him. I'm gonna take this guy down. So we clinch. We totally do the white belt thing where we just like clinch and hold each other and do nothing. <laughs> so I'm like, all yeah, right. That was the whole clip that was on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. So then I'm like, all right, I'm going to ankle pick this guy. So I dropped down from the ankle pick. I was like, damn it. He, he's leaving his hips out. His legs are so far. <laughs> I'm like, I can't reach. <laughs> So I tried the ankle pick like probably like seven times. <laughs> oh for seven. Yeah, I was like, all right, all right, all right, all right. He's keeping his hips back. He's smart. Oh yeah. And during the clinch, this is what he did. He took his fist, he took my lapel, and he basically rammed his forearm into my throat. Oh. I was like, oh fuck. So I did like a there's more of a kung fu movie thing. I like duck under and like broke it. And I, and he's like, You bastard. Or he laughed. But like in my mind, he was like, You bastard. But he laughed during the fight. Yeah, yeah, because I broke it apart. He's like he's like laughing. He's like, Oh, you got me, right? But then he like put it right back. <laughs> yeah. Ultimately what happens, he ended up ankle picking me because my legs are a lot smaller. Um You didn't have to reach at all. <laughs> no. My ra- my pants ripped. <laughs> Like right in the crotch area, like I felt it, yeah. so I, it ripped. And uh, in my mind, I was like, "Oh no, oh no!" And uh, when I got taken out, I just stood there. I didn't regard. I didn't do anything. I just plopped down. Yeah. And then he quickly just locked down in Kimura. Oh. Uh, and that was it. Damn. And were then you he, exhausted at that? Like when he got? No, you really, I wasn't that exhausted. No. I was tired though, right? Honestly, it wasn't that bad. Like yeah. it really wasn't that bad because okay. like we we go pretty, we can go pretty intense at the gym. Yep. It wasn't all that bad. But uh, and but if you look at the video clip, um, when I get up, I, I check my butthole. <laughs> the first thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, cause cause I thought the rip was like right in my asshole. <laughs> but it wasn't. It wasn't. And um, that was it. Yeah. That's why. Like first and foremost, I should have pulled guard. I was like, why didn't I pull guard? Mm-hmm. It's such a white belt thing, right? You so you don't want to pull guard because the guys on top of you lose. Are but... all those guys white belts though? Yeah, they're yeah. all white belts. Okay. Granted, we probably like all train like different amounts of time, yeah. Um, because white belt can be anywhere from one year to like five years, yeah, yeah. or ten years even. <laughs> I know a few ten-year white belt. So looking back, like, do you do you, obviously you know you should have pulled guard, but was there yeah. other things you should have done to avoid that Kimura or like can, can yeah you just replay the thing yeah in your head yeah I shouldn't have just plopped down. I should have like regarded immediately. Yeah. When I when he took me down, when he ankle picked me, I should have just automatically regard. I didn't. I just laid there. I'm like, oh, my pants ripped. <laughs> That's what you were worried about the whole time. Yeah, I was like, no. He's about to dislocate your shoulder. Like, yeah, my no. pants. <laughs> and the thing is, I, I thought I thought I had to tap. I thought it was like, you know, WrestleMania, where you can do that. <laughs> no! No! He's going to lift your arm three times. Yeah, I, I thought that. I thought it was going to be like that. But no, the ref actually stopped it right away. <laughs> He's making a comeback. <laughs> yeah. No, he stopped it right away. Good ref. Good oh, ref. That's good. That's good. And the funny thing is, like, during the fight, I was like, man, this... It's so exciting. We're like two bulls going at it. I, I look at the footage. The ref's like so bored. He's like, he's like yawning, arms across. Like, what the fuck are these guys doing? Yeah. He called the match as soon as he saw the opportunity. He's like, yeah, that's over. Yeah, yeah. He's like, all right. No, no one wants to watch this anymore. But then uh, he got beat by the other guy. And then you didn't have to fight the other guy, or did you? Well, I thought I did. I thought I had to fight the the other guy that lost. I was like, where is he? Where, where's Tongbo? Where's he? 
Was he like unconscious somewhere? His name was Dave. I was like, where's Tongpo? Where is he? (laughs) Uh, But no, he disappeared from the mat. And I guess it. All right. Yeah. Bronze medal. Basically default. Default. (laughs) Default. Third place. Sick. So that's why why I didn't post it on my actual Instagram post. (laughs) Because like all my teammates would make fun of me. (laughs) So I only put it on my story. So like people who don't know better are like, congrats. Yeah. (laughs) Like, Yeah. Yeah, you and my wife is like, oh my god, now got third place. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I won't tell her the truth. <laughs> well, I, well, I, put, I even put it in the freaking caption. I was like, I got dusted. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got smoked. <laughs> but I'm definitely going. Like, I'm down to 192. Like, I, there's another guy that's roughly around my size. He's in that weight class. Like, one of my training partners. He's like, maybe we should even go to 175. I'm like, Jesus, <laughs> I can't imagine you was. Or 180. Like, that's going to be tougher. Yeah, I, I think I can get... The, my goal is 185. I think I can do that. The The funny thing is... Uh, okay, another thing. I thought we would have, like, a, an hour to weigh in to, like, rehydrate. Oh, yeah. I was about to ask you about that. No, it was, like, 10 minutes before the fight. Because some, some tournaments let you, like, weigh in an hour. Because mm-hmm. I was... Even though I didn't cut... I, I cut around 10 pounds. And I was, like, exhausted the entire week, right? But I was still cutting even up to the fight. Like I, I thought I had time, so I was dehydrated. But the the guy that won, he cut down even further. Like he cut down. He's like, oh yeah, I cut a lot. He cut down for like two twenty, maybe two thirty. Damn. <laughs> he's a big guy. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what's even more embarrassing? He was like, he, he he was talking about heights in the weight class. He's like, yeah, guys like us are, are too short for the weight class. Us. <laughs> I'm like, you're six feet tall. <laughs> <laughs> Us? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Us. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's right. Us six footers. <laughs> Crazy. Well, all in all, you have a you, like. Did you sign up for that next tournament? That you're there is one that's it, four right? hours away. Yeah, and because um, because it's summer, right? There's literally one every su- every weekend, but I'm busy every weekend. It's summer. I like to party. <laughs> But there is one in Sudbury. It's like four hours away. Um, if my one buddy comes with me, I'll go because I don't think my team's even going to that one. Sudbury, man, that's far. Four hours. It's not bad. We have, we have a place to stay and like hang out before and after the fight. Pretty funny though. Like right at the beginning of summer, you just stopped drinking for a couple of weeks. It's weird. I didn't stop drinking. No. Okay. All right. <laughs> I thought you did. But well, right. I did. I did kinda. <laughs> well, you know, you cut back. <laughs> no, it's because. Uh, it was really just one weekend I didn't drink. I still had beers, like, that one day. <laughs> well, maybe you do that for your next tournament. You cut out for a week. No. <laughs> but I, I feel... Hey there, John Jones. <laughs> how how do I look, like, healthier? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Like, from how I was before? Yeah. I felt like my you're face... Like, it looks like your BMI is definitely down. So yeah. Because yeah. I felt... Like, don't get me wrong. I like being big, how I was, right? But I, I my face... My face was so puffy. You want to do a run code off podcast? The only re- really uh, the way to know for sure is we have to go to like some Vietnamese party where like a bunch of elders are there. Oh. See what they comment you at. Oh. <laughs> That's how you know for sure. But do I look smaller, dude? Or like do I look more like you fit? Fit. More more tight. <laughs> but I'm still like muscular though, right? Yeah, muscular. Yeah. Yeah. Not as much fat. I Hell guess. yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, we'll see. I was just so puffy. So puffy. All right. All right, enough of that. Let's go on to why you guys are really here. Um, best five movies. Uh, I said five, right? 
five. How many do you have? I have five. All right, I have perfect. some honorable mentions. Cool. Yeah. Cool. All right. How do you want to do this? How do you want to start? Uh, why don't you give us number five first? Sure. So as I mentioned before, the spy category is so large. So I went with a classic. I went with a well-known franchise. I went with James Bond. And I went with the best one. Casino Royale, number five. Number nice. five. Nice. The reason why I chose this one is because it's like, great. he's still not really a spy. He's more like an action hero. But what I liked about this is that how it showed the spy life took a toll on him. That whole theme about how his soul dies a little bit every time he kills someone. Mm. Mm. Yeah. His first kill, you, you get yeah, all of that. Yeah, he this. felt it. And yeah. that's why I chose it. The best Bond movie. And Great act, action everything. Yeah. Actor. So my number five, I went with Austin Powers. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, even though I was never really into the, like, classic James Bond stuff or anything, um, and this was, like, just spoofing that so much. Like, I, you still, like, I could understand, like, mm -hmm. all the references, all the tropes that it was, like, parodying and everything. Yeah. So I, I love all those things that uh, that it did in it. And, it, like, this movie was, like, a big cultural phenomenon at the time like mm -hmm. people were like quoting it you, you saw like halloween costumes everywhere so it was a big thing and um kind of like borat <laughs> like people just would non-stop say all these now are you the camp that think the sequel is better or the first one uh first one i feel holds up better than the because the other ones got a little bit just over the top silly or and like repetitive. repeating the same jokes over and over yeah so this one yeah it really nailed it the the first time and plus um Gotta say, Elizabeth Hurley, a little bit biased uh, towards her. So. And Mimi Rogers as her mother. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey there, Mimi. <laughs> hey there, sports fan. Okay, so now my number four is, um, originally I was going to honorable mention, I was going to go with the Departed, because <laughs> they're actually spying and surveillance thing going on. But mm. ultimately, I went with Infernal Affairs, the original. Oh, nice. I feel... Good choice. Although I... I I feel like the, the, the remake is meatier in its storytelling. There's more context to things. Okay. But the depth of the characters are more well fleshed out. Actually, no. They're pretty even. They're, they're, they're pretty even. Both done pretty well. I, I think what really um, made me choose Infernal Affairs over the other one is how they did the, the Ming character, the Matt Damon character. Okay. Now, I like what they did with Matt Damon with the part of how he's like closet gay, <laughs> how he's a poor guy pretending to be rich. That was really cool. Yeah. But they, they, but he was such like just a douche the entire time. There's really no <laughs> conflict, you know. He just, he just kind of stares off blankly. But it, ultimately, yeah. he's a dick. Like you, ultimately hated him right from yeah. the first frame. Like, well, this one, there's a little more complexity to him. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah, there's more sympathy for him. You can yeah. tell he actually doesn't want to do this. Mm -hmm. uh, even at the end, you kind of root for him, and it's more, more in part because Andy Lau is just a better. I'm gonna say Andy Lau is a better actor than Matt Damon. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. Hot take. <laughs> Hot take. <laughs> yeah. I always thought considered Andy Lau like the Tom Cruise of Asia. Like they kind of look alike too, in yeah. a weird way. Similar, yeah. 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 I get that. Uh number four for me. So this one was the whole like, is it a spy movie? Is it not? Uh I went with Winter Soldier. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, that Mario was that was Soldier? one of my honorable mentions. Yeah, okay. Great spy movie. Um yeah, so it does have a lot of spy aspects to it. Uh, obviously, like Black Widow's a, technically a spy, so you know, she's in it. She's it's a, more of a political thriller, but really, yeah, yeah, yeah. It really is. <laughs> you know, it's got Robert Redford yeah. bringing the gravitas to Yeah, three days three days of the Condor <laughs> yeah. remake basically. Yeah. It's but also it's, it's also a Metal Gear Solid remake, but <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. 
but just like overall, like it, it was kind of like a game changer in the MCU as well. Like where you could see them like trying to do different genres and everything. So this is like the first major different genre going away from like just the origin stories and everything. And obviously it had like the whole shield breaking down a shield and Hydra reveal. So it's a game changer overall in the MCU and uh, just in, you know, cinema because MCU is rude. Well, not rooting, but <laughs> running cinema right now. So yeah, it, it definitely affects how movies are made nowadays. Yeah, yeah, I still think that's the best MCU movie, The Winter Soldier. I got yeah, top three for me. So yeah, it switches every day, but yeah, I love it. That never switches for me. It's <laughs> always the best. What? Uh, okay, so the next one. Number I actually three. just party number three, right? Yeah. So yep. the next one, number three. I went with one. I actually think this is probably the most pure spy movie on my list. It like checks all the boxes. They're they're actually spies. There's action sequences. There's hits, and they're being hunted and chased. And um, I went with Munich. Mm, okay. Munich. Yeah, Munich. Right. <laughs> Munich is the most accurate spy movie that has like that checks off all the boxes for me. Um, Eric Bana, I always felt, was like an underrated Hollywood leading man. He should have had, got more roles, in oh, my personal absolutely. opinion. I love Eric Bana. Um, Everything I, I personally think this is Spielberg's last great movie. Hmm. Okay. Check on that. <laughs> Check his IMDb. I, I personally think that. Like, <laughs> yeah. Obviously, this is all my opinion. It really doesn't matter that much, right? Yeah. I feel like it is the most well-told, the most uh, well-structured story. And the look of it... With that Yanis Kaminsky director of photography look, where the halo lights, it, mm-hmm. it's just such a gorgeous film, mm-hmm. and also the paranoia, paranoia thriller aspect of it at the end, where they're getting hunted, mm-hmm. it's just so haunting. And ultimately, um, another thing I really liked was it was a bit postmodern in how it tells a spy story, because because what the modern modern audiences think of a spy story, they think of James Bond kicking ass, banging chicks, but this one, it actually shows how. All they're doing really leads to nothing. Yeah. It's just <laughs> it's just a cycle of violence. Yeah, yeah. The funny thing is Choi Hark, director of Once Upon a Time in China, did the exact same thing for uh, Wuxia Films in The Blade. That's what, I can talk about that in another video essay or something. <laughs> but uh, Munich, number trois. Nice. Numero trois. All right, so number three for me. This one was a struggle in a franchise because I was trying to pick between one and the other. So I have Mission Impossible here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so obviously I was like kind of, uh, contemplating or like comparing Mission, uh, MI6 Fallout and like overall MI6 obviously has the better action sequences, better like crazy batshit Tom Cruise stunts and all that. Um, but Mission Impossible 1, just amazing from a story aspect, the, the plotting of it, uh, and obviously with Brian De Palma directing, it just, it brings it, it, it makes it like into art basically. So the, the whole high sequence itself, the way it's shot and everything. Um, just beautiful stuff. So uh, I have Mission Possible 3, number or Mission Possible as my number three. I actually have, uh, for my number three, I had the same exact same conflict mm-hmm. between MI1 and MI6. Yeah. Um, I feel that one is the better movie, mm-hmm. and it's the more spy movie of the two. Oh, yeah. But because of the way I did my list, I had, like, one from each, like, so if I didn't have Munich, I would have went with one. Mm-hmm. So for number two, I went with like what the audience's conscious like thought of a spy movie is. Mm-hmm. And that's like a giant set piece movie. That's what they think of it. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why I went with uh, Fallout, Mission Impossible 6. Yeah. It's, giant uh, spectacle. <laughs> when it comes to set piece, it's definitely the best one. Um, I know everybody talks about Tom Cruise 
flying the helicopter, but no one talks about Tom Cruise hanging outside of the helicopter. <laughs> yeah. Which is much more like dangerous. Crawling off the rope, you mean? Or like yeah. climbing off the rope? Climbing yeah. off the rope. Um, yeah. It's yeah. just... It's just so such a good movie. Yeah. <laughs> Way better than uh, the the plane stunt where he hangs outside this plane. I don't, people talk about that stunt all the time. They're like, Ooh, he hangs around. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> but like, he also hangs, climbs up a helicopter yeah. like eighteen thousand feet in the air, twenty thousand. I don't know. No, not twenty thousand. Is that your favorite set piece from the movie? The the helicopter part. Yeah. 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 Well, I know the washroom fight is really cool too. Yeah, I love the washroom fight. But it, yeah. it's just so weird how audiences' minds work. Mm-hmm. You know, they focus on the washroom fight. They focus on him like flying the helicopter or the halo jump that's yeah that's always brought yeah up, that's yeah. that too but like hanging outside is hard man <laughs> <laughs> audience is kind of like whatever <laughs> whatever <laughs> all right what's your uh so that was your number two right that was my number two so number two for me is true lies <laughs> nice yeah i um i just love this movie like i it's cameron doing his version of bond basically and I feel like it's the most charming and just likable that Arnold's ever been in a movie. He's just he really nails the the comedy stuff and and just his little comments and little things that he he really gets his acting down in this movie. I feel. Mm-hmm. And yeah, um, what about Jamie Lee Curtis? Like I was about to speak about her next. <laughs> she's like she really nails both roles where like she's like you know the homely housewife kind of thing, but then has to get. You know, in a way, forced to do the. She's sexy. pretty. She's pretty tight. Yeah, she's pretty tight. Yeah. And when she does that uh, thing, yeah, yeah, she's holy she, Jesus. She's sexy as hell. But so, especially for us when we, we were like twelve when we watched mm-hmm. that. <laughs> yeah, and I, was, I, uh, I didn't know anything about Jamie Lee, Lee Curtis before this movie because I never watched Halloween at that point. Mm. Then you know you're watching with your parents. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you're watching this lady who you know she looks like a she looks lady older. next door. Like she, looks she like looked 40. like my neighbor at the time. Yeah, and then all of a sudden I'm like, oh my god, my neighbor. <laughs> yeah, you're like Jesus, <laughs> hey yeah. Zeus Christ. Yeah, <laughs> and um, I just I, I love like all the action set uh, set pieces of it, but the the bridge sequence especially like I thought it was like pretty masterful uh, as an action set piece, and it has probably my favorite like uh, three hench like three uh, henchmen. Or just henchmen, basically. Uh, sequence of like, any movie, just, you know, those guys in the truck. Ooh, 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 ooh. Yeah, like, they're just laughing they're... about how they're about to die. Yeah, I just love those henchmen guys. So. Funny you chose that one, because not too long ago, I, I was watching the movie, and I put it on my IG story where um, Arnold grabs Jamie from the limo, yeah. and I put, better than any MCU action movie. <laughs> and people actually agreed with me. They're like, yeah. <laughs> like older, fantastic older people. <laughs> like, people. People don't talk about it enough, though. Like, as a... Cameron's Uber <laughs> and like looking at his overall like no one really ever talks about it. No, they just talk about like, they, people talk about the Abyss more than True Lies. Yeah, I like the Abyss for some reason. It, it's <laughs> for some reason. I I don't remember the movie, but I remember always liking it. I just remember that blob floating everywhere. That's all I know about. All right, numero uno. What do you got? So I went with a movie where a guy actually spies on people, and it. And because I'm like a dark souled, dark hearted guy that likes creepy movies, <laughs> I went with like a really creepy spy movie. Okay. I went with Francis Ford Coppola's The Conversation. Oh. I have not seen this. I really do want to see this though, because I've, you know, looked at lists and stuff. It and is yeah, freaking. Everyone talks about this movie. It's freaking terrifying. Really? Eh? The last scene with the toilet, like, oh man. It, it, it did what, um, like, you remember, um, like his goal was. I remember Psycho. How when you watch Psycho, you you kind of like get nervous getting in the shower for a bit. 
It's like after you watch this, you get like kind of get nervous taking a dump for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> you got to watch it. If you know, you know. You got to watch the movie. And yeah, also, it, it's like a weird prequel to Enemy of the State, which is <laughs> another is, movie. He's playing the same guy, right? <laughs> yeah, which is another movie I was kind of like looking at. I was like, should I put this on the list? Honorable mention, yeah. Honorable mention for sure. Great but movie. no, I, I wanted to go with like um, just like one about its surveillance. Mm-hmm. And also it's key about how our perception of how things are said can drastically change the situation mm. because what happens is context because <laughs> this, what happens when he was surveilling the, these people, right? The way they said this one sentence, the way he thought of it, how they enunciated one word mm. was wrong. When what happened was they were enunciating another word and that changed everything. <laughs> yeah. It's wow, so creepy. It's yeah. so creepy and it's haunting. It stays with you. Definitely and now uh, for a while, for like probably like six years, I told everybody that this was my favorite movie. <laughs> it was, but now it's The Shining. But <laughs> <laughs> shining, creepy, creepy. All right. So for me, my number one is Casino Royale. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the movie that kind of made me buy into Bond completely because I was never really a huge Bond fan growing up. Um, Timothy Dalton was who I was intro yeah, to. Yeah, he's my Bond. As my Bond. Um, but in the end, his movies were not the greatest or anything. And no, they're, they're, Brosnan, they're like, hard to rewatch. Yeah, Pierce Brosnan's <laughs> movies were entertaining, but like I was, just, it wasn't like appointment viewing for me. But this movie, after I watched this movie, I was like, okay, I, I have to watch Bond. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm really anticipating anything that comes out after for Daniel. Like I, I thought Daniel Craig was just like the perfect Bond. Um, so yeah, and just and it has like all the action, all the other aspects of it. So hot take, hot take. Pierce Brosnan's Bond movies are the golden age of James Bond. How so? Explain yourself. I I honestly think that's the best run of all the Bond movies. Like I love Craig, mm-hmm. but they're so uneven. <laughs> that's just the problem when you're trying to do like this like overlong character arc and everything. It just doesn't really make sense. Mm-hmm. I always feel like Bond movies are better episodic. Yeah. Yeah, Bosons are very episodic. Nothing carries over. I felt those were the best, like the best set pieces. And when I say golden era, I mean like, like uh, for us growing up, when you when someone asks us like, "Oh, what's a Bond movie?" Like people our age, they would say Goldeneye. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> they wouldn't even say Tomorrow Never Dies, yeah. and that might, actually... might be just because of the video game. <laughs> yeah, but also like Tomorrow Never Dies is coming around on people. I love Tomorrow Never. Dies. It's a great movie, but back then, everybody like, "Oh, this one sucks," and it's coming around and. Even the world is not enough is coming around too. That's a good movie. I don't no, care what no one can buy it. Denise Richards. <laughs> yeah, other than that, like the, that movie is like really good. It's like a pretty good movie. Um, some honorable mentions. Um, I had Tenet. Tenet. Yeah. <laughs> is that a spy movie? That's a spy movie. Is it? Yeah, he's basically James Bond. He's working for a ten, the Tenet organization. Yeah, I get the James Bond vibe, but yeah, that's a spy movie. Okay. Okay. And it it has that paranormal thriller aspect to it mm-hmm. but the, the the paranoia is about time itself mm-hmm. yeah i have a honorable mention for me um man of man from uncle the I remake i don't like that one you know you don't like it i don't like that i movie. enjoyed it i actually really enjoyed it i like their like I mean, we're not allowed to talk about him but you know arnie hammer, army and hammer. <laughs> oh did um, she hear about army hammer hmm? like now how apparently his dad cut him off and now he's selling like um timeshares wow they're, they're even looking up grace there's like video of him like selling timeshares in the caribbeans or something yeah. or some one of those like countries mm-hmm. google it can you like when i was doing like fan casting for like different comic shit or whatever um i always saw him as 
I think he could have been like a good Cyclops. What, what do you think of that? Yeah. But I'm more of a, um, I'm kind of sold on Jacob Elordi, Elordi as Cyclops right now. Okay, now, yeah. Nate. Hmm. But my heart, because because we're in 2022, <laughs> my heart goes with Cy- Scott Summers should be Asian and it should be Ross Butler. Okay, yeah. I'm, I can't say no to that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Ross Butler. Get that Jean Grey, Scott Summers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the MCU, they, they have to introduce the X-Men quick. Yeah, please. <laughs> Get somewhere. Now, Do are something. You, are you excited for the Gray Man? The Gray Man? Uh, like, I'm not, like, going to sit there day one and watch it or anything, but... I am. Like, the trailers have made me... But it's really the cast itself. Like, seeing Gosling go all-out action, I'm excited for that. Like, you know, he did Drive, but that wasn't really all-out action or anything, so... Don't you find it a bit inconspicuous about how, like, the logo forms an X like X-Men? Are you saying there's some kind of tie-in? To- no, I don't think <laughs> it is. But I just find it kind of cool that they did that. Like, maybe the Russo brothers secretly want to make an X-Men movie, which they would be pretty sick. Yeah. Because if you think about it, even, like, Civil War could easily be an X-Men movie. Yeah, easily. Yeah. <laughs> it felt more like an X-Men te- like cartoon movie. Yeah, they really should give the Russos X-Men <laughs> The first X Men movie should be done. By no, the give Chloe Zhao another shot. <laughs> Don't you knock on Chloe my, Zhao. my fellow Asian director? Give her another shot. <laughs> oh, another um, honorable mention I want to mention is Spy. <laughs> Have you ever watched that movie? Which one's that? That's the one with the Melissa McCarthy. Oh, with Jason Statham. Jason Statham. Yeah, that was yeah. good. That was That's good. A really entertaining movie. Like, it's. Like Melissa McCarthy is hit and miss for me. Like she, sometimes she's like too much. This one she she was good, but it's really more Rose Byrne is awesome as the villain. Yeah, she, she's really good in the role. And then Jason Statham doing like a like just like a spoof of his like of tough guy persona. Yeah, <laughs> he's actually excellent. He's pretty <laughs> funny. His comedic yeah. timing is really well. So it's a really good movie. And Jude Law, you know, he's a charming self. Jude. So. <laughs> okay, what about X Men First Class? Is that a spy movie? Hmm. Kinda, they're working for a government. They're yeah, spying on the Russians. Yeah, there could be spies, yeah. Magneto. Anything that takes place in the '60s just automatically feels like Magneto a is basically movie. James Bond yeah. in that one. That's probably my favorite aspect of all X Men movies is Magneto's hunt for the Nazis. I wish they uh, really would have gone through with like a just Magneto origin movie. I think they, they just kind of fell in love with the whole um, we'll set this during this time period thing mm-hmm. and we'll do that every time, but they, it just wasn't done as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Another one I want to talk about. Um, okay. I don't really enjoy Man, Man from Uncle. I'm not really a fan of it, but I don't really like those British action movies. They don't age well for Kingsman? me. Kingsman? Yeah. Kingsman? Yeah, Kingsman. <laughs> Even Kick-Ass. Like Matthew Vaughn movies, they do not age well for me. I still like Kick-Ass, um, but you have to that like, one's not really. It doesn't fall into the. I'm not talking about spies, just in general. Yeah, just, okay. just Ma- even Matthew Vaughn movies in general. Like I, I feel that they don't really hold up. So are you saying like most of Guy Ritchie's? Yeah, yeah. I don't. Even, I'm not even a Guy Ritchie like, fan. Just, like, smoking barrels. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like any of those movies. <laughs> Lock stock. I don't like yeah. any of those movies. Yeah. Although I do like Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> that, yeah, those, those hold up movies. pretty well. Those, those are those hold up well. well, but Guy Ritchie, Matthew Vaughn in general, I. They don't hold up. They don't. <sighs> maybe you're racist. Then. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Other than first class, first class holds up. But like, I love first class. That's... Like I, I rewatched Kick Ass the other day. I'm like, mm. 
like and there's certain parts are cool like uh mm-hmm. saving big daddy this mm-hmm. and that right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe it's just the the humor is uh because we're in a different time now where like <laughs> you can't really make those jokes anymore yeah it's weird i get it yeah. i still have a good time with it but i i just don't really have as high praise for it anymore because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. back in the day back then you're like this is fresh this is new but now i'm kind of like maybe because i'm older now like i'm in my 30s now i'm kind of like yeah that's kind of yeah <laughs> Maybe you need to go to London and just you know soak yeah. in the culture. Yeah, know? maybe. Maybe I still appreciate <laughs> have more of appreciation for it. I still appreciate the action scenes from all those movies like uh, Kingsman, this and that. But uh, how about the transport? Does that hold up? No, <laughs> I I just don't like the humor anymore. I think yeah. I'm just older. That's just what it is. I'm just older. I just don't like that humor. <laughs> the gentleman, remember that one? That that was that like, was not. Yeah, that was not great. <laughs> no, <laughs> gentleman. Man, yeah, I think that's what it is. I'm just becoming more prude. <laughs> Turning my dad, bro. That's not funny. <laughs> that's not humor. <laughs> I th- oh, uh, I think one, uh, I think what did it for me when I was rewatching Kickass that kind of made me like turn off was um, two parts. So when Kick, uh, when Hit Girl shows up and like saves uh, Kickass, yeah, when she kills that girl. Yeah, that's, that, that's just straight up murder. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> that's a straight up. That's murder. not really funny. No. <laughs> like, did she? Really, she didn't deserve it at all. Yeah, she's just there. Yeah, yeah. that turned me out of it. Yeah. And then the the second scene that took me out of it was, um, well, there's three now. So the second was um, <laughs> that guy that they crushed in the limo. Oh yeah, that's very brutal. Yeah, <laughs> by Nicolas Cage and Hit Girl. I'm like, yep. did did you have to do that? <laughs> no, he gave you all the information you needed. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and uh, probably because I like this actor. I don't even know he's a that guy. I don't know his name. Um, that guy that plays uh, the red guy in X First Class. Guy in First Class. Asriel. Oh, the uh, Asriel? okay, yeah. He's always in yeah. Matthew Vaughn's movies. Yeah, yeah. so that guy, Jason when, Fleming. I yeah, that guy, yeah. Fleming. Jason. Yeah. Jason. Oh wow, what a name! But when they kill him, <laughs> leading to the finale, remember he was like, "Oh, come on, guys, it's just a sweet little girl." Like she oh, like, yeah, like she just shoots, shoots him in the face, yeah. like in the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're all bad guys. They all yeah. work for the guy. <laughs> I, I know. I, I, I'm just getting older. I'm getting. I'm becoming more sensitive. Yeah. Did she really have to kill those people? <laughs> did she really? Uh, have you watched anything good recently? Anything newer? Newer like, than have, have you uh, watched the Black Phone? No. No. I just watched that recently. That was that was pretty good. No, I just rewatched Top Gun. It's just too <laughs> Maverick time. again. Great movie. I know you hate it. I don't hate it. You hate white people. I get it. Uh, that's here or there. <laughs> well, that is the, for this episode. Faith yeah, let's end it on that note. Thanks I hate for, white uh, people. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Thanks for listening. And we will be back. Oh, and enjoy the gray man later.